nice win last night by the Milwaukee Brewers. Today, tonight, they actually go for the series win. Solid stuff and uh, some decent pitching last night. A couple of timely hits. Good base running. You can't get it was one of those wins. Uh, you got, uh, you know, Jesse Winker stepped up last night. You got some hits from people that have traditionally not been hitting the ball extremely well. So, all in all, a good night last night for the Brewers. I was uh, I was I was pretty excited. I had one of the most peaceful nights. Uh, I told you when I got out the air yesterday, I was going to do some things. Um, on the boat. So I, I kind of did all the old fashioned stuff last night. I uh, grabbed a couple of the ribs on a stick, grilled those up only about three or four of them. Cause they're pretty big. Three or four of those things, grilled them up, had a beer. I got out the, I went over to Blaine's farm and fleet. I got the Marine wax kit and uh, I pulled the cover off the boat. Uh, it, which uh, I was pretty happy that the thing was so clean on the inside after sitting for an entire uh, off season. And uh, I turned, I pulled the truck in the driveway next to the boat, turned the radio on, turned it up, and uh, sat back and just listened. Listened to the ball game. I cleaned the upholstery. I, I put the, you know, the uh, the upholstery. I, I can't remember what the, uh, it's not a refinisher, but it, it's kind of a softener. It's, uh, you know, it, it softens it up, cleans it up, you know, gets out all the ground and dirt or mildew or whatever. I was putting that on last night, cleaned the floor, and just going through stuff, going through life jackets and towels and things that I left in the boat you know, last year. Like, I'm thinking, why does it smell underneath the dashboard? And here I left a bunch of old beers and a half-eaten sandwich in there, and it was terrible. So it sat there for a year. Um, but dumped out all the trash last night, cleaned the trash bucket and everything. So I just sat back and... Listen to the game and had a beer, and it was just perfect. Under the tree, it was in the shade, waxed the outside. So I was I was giddy, man. What a night last night. Good stuff. Brewers get a win. Still a half game behind Cincinnati, who ends up pulling one out last night. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it was it was a good one. And then tonight they go for the series win uh, against the New York Mets. Uh, I want to talk a little bit uh, today about the MLB trade rumors and – all indications are, and I don't know if you're hearing anything different, but all indications are that the Brewers uh, are looking for uh, obviously a bat, uh, but more so the position of first base, that that's going to be the position of interest for the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, when you uh, when you think about uh, Rowdy Telez and what he's done and what more so maybe what he hasn't done, uh, it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, in the sense that, uh, you know, in, in order for this team to uh, – they, they've had a lot of different guys they've gone after and such. But um, when you talk about Rowdy Telez, he got off to a fast start and just hasn't really done much since. And that's been rather disappointing. Uh, so when you talk about the, the trade rumors for the Brewers, that's going to be the position of interest they're probably going to try and go after. Now, you can, you know, obviously move some guys around and uh, Oban Miller and such. Uh, they can they can move some guys and put them in and out of certain positions. But you like to find yourself an everyday first baseman if you possibly can. Uh, however, uh, they, I, they're open to the possibility as well uh, of possibly, possibly uh, going into um, – going into uh the outfield kind of a kind of a universal bat you know possibly a dh but i mean the bottom line is is that you would love to see this team 
get themselves. Um, well, you also left-handed relief might not be a bad way to go, but you'd also like to see them get themselves just an everyday player that can maybe go out and give you a little bit better stick than what you've got. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to give us a shout, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Those are the phone numbers. Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels today, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can also track us down on Instagram, uh, The Bill Michaels Show on Instagram, uh, The Bill Michaels Show on Facebook, uh, over on YouTube, simply Bill Michaels Show on YouTube. And thanks to everybody that subscribes there. And it's free, so it's you know doesn't cost you anything. Just click the subscribe button or the follow button. You're good to go. Same thing on Twitch TV. And you can email the program, TheBillMichaels at gmail.com, TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. Uh, I do like the fact that there's a lot of talk about the Brewers, at least in the market, very quietly being buyers. And that's got me excited. Now, to what extent they actually go out and get somebody, eh, have to wait and see. But uh, I do like the fact that uh, they are, they're considered to be buyers at this point. Uh, at least that's the, that's the pre- prevailing thought. It's unclear as far as the Brewers, uh, what they would envision for a left-hander in that, uh, in, that, in that pen. But the rotation seems on paper really set. I mean, when you talk about Burns and Peralta and Wade Miley and Tehran, Colin Ray, you're going to get Woodruff back. Um, but uh, they, they'd like to make room for a lefty. They'd also like to be able to add a bat. Uh, and, and that's really kind of the, the two big things that I think this team is somewhat looking for. If there's somebody specific you'd like to see the Brewers grab, by all means, uh, would love to hear from you. If there's somebody specific or somebody you uh, have your eye on or maybe something you're hearing uh, that maybe we're not, but nevertheless, uh, Brewers getting ready to uh, at least dive into, uh, according to right now, getting ready to dive into the uh, the, the market for uh, for some trade. Uh, Steve says, hey, Bill, uh, Rowdy Telez just ain't cutting it. Uh, his uh, batting average uh, ever since the first hot start of the season when he was hitting 242 has really cooled off. I think it's time to set Rowdy. Yeah, that was uh, one of the uh, discussions uh, we were having last night. I had a, a buddy of mine that you know, I got done with the boat, I guess about 8, 30, 9 o'clock, and we were talking, and uh, he kind of he covers the National League Central. He works with my buddy Mo Egger down in Cincinnati, and um, he was uh, kind of saying the same thing that, you know, there's – there's some discussion as to maybe the Brewers uh, and what direction they might go that uh, the Brewers uh, could be looking for a bat. Um, with knocking off the Mets, uh, they see, he send, tends to feel the same way, that the Brewers could really use somebody that's better than Rowdy Telez. Uh, Matt Arnold, he looks to, for ways to kind of improve the offense. I think we all know and understand that. The Brewers rank 25th in runs despite being in hitter-friendly ballpark at American Family Field. Uh, only the A's have a lower batting average than Milwaukee. Brewers rank 25th in on-base percentage, 28th in slugging, and have the game's third highest strikeout rate at 25.7%. And any time a team is struggling to to that extent, there's multiple areas uh, of concern. For Milwaukee, uh, like it says, nobody stands out more than first base. The Brewers have gotten just a 223 batting average 294 on base percentage and 378 slugging percentage showing out of the uh, uh, bat first position. Um, by the measure, that's 25th, 25th in Major League Baseball. That's that's not good. Um, the uh, Milwaukee first baseman combined right now 
hitting 217 with an uh, on-base percentage of only 286. Only the Angels have gotten less uh, less numbers out of their first base position. Only the Angels. Uh, large part due into the extended slump of Rowdy Telez. Uh, he's had, he started off April 247, 333 on-base percentage, 533 slugging percentage. But since then, he's hitting 203 with a 269 on base percentage, 327 slugging percentage, and 167 plate appearances over the last couple of months. His walks and contact quality have both fallen off dramatically. And he uh, drew a free pass in just over 12% of his trips to the uh, plate in the first month. That's down to a pedestrian 8.4% clip since. So not not a lot of productivity right now coming out of the Rowdy Telez or that first base position, which is the reason the metrics would tell, tell you that that's the direction the Brewers want to go. Uh, but, it, like I said, it's good at this time of year that uh, we are talking about the Brewers being buyers rather than sellers. There's still time, obviously, for either side uh, of the coin to flip, but right now where the Brewers are, uh, and today, by the way, is the 81-game mark. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. Today is the 81-game mark. Brewers a half game back, forty-two and thirty-eight. So today is the eighty-one. Today is the exact half halfway point for the Brewers. Cubs hanging in there. They're four and a half games back. They uh, dropped a game. Uh, they have lost now three straight, and uh, the Reds have won two straight. The Brewers have won one. The Cardinals lost again. They're sellers, man. I was listening to KMOX last night. Oh, they're losing their damn minds down in St. Louis with the money that's been spent, the pitching. Uh, it's a thing for the Brewers that the, the Brewers' bullpen got off to such a fast start, and then the numbers began to decline. And then here in recent history, over the last couple of weeks, the Brewers' bullpen's been stellar. They've been really, really, really good. So that, it, you know, if, if they hold form and then you get Woody back, you're able to take one of those starters, put him into maybe a middle relief role, Still keep the back end of your bullpen. Maybe get a lefty. Maybe get a bat at first base. Boy, things would really be in the uptick position, wouldn't they? They've been getting it done via the. Uh, they've been getting it done more so via the uh, the the pitching staff than they have been the the uh, the, the offense. But Brewers right now still negative twenty two when it comes to run differential. Still negative 22. Now, again, you're at the halfway point of the season. You're negative 22, and you're only a half game back in the division. And when you look at it in the grand scheme of things, yes, the Diamondbacks, yes, the uh, uh, Giants, the Dodgers, the Braves, the Marlins, all have better records than the leader in your division. I understand that. it, But it's not overly dramatic. The only team that's really kind of taken off – is the Braves. They're five games better than everybody else in the National League. The Braves are 53-27 and 27 on the season. 53-27, and 27, they've got it all. They certainly appear to be the favorite right now to win the National League. I understand that. Doesn't mean you can't get hot, but sitting 11 games behind, like if you were over right now in the, uh, in the, American, or in the uh, National League East, you'd be sitting about 10 and a half games back. I mean, think about this. Philadelphia is five games over 500, 10 and a half games back. Virtually uh, the the same record. The Brewers would be 11 games back, actually, at this point, because uh, the Philadelphia Phillies have one less loss than the Brewers do. But they're 10 and a half games back. Brewers would be 11 games behind Atlanta. 
right now. And pretty much at 11 games back, unless you're vying for the wild card, your season would be pretty much over. But they still have an opportunity, still have a chance to win the Central. And then just get hot. Just get hot at the right time. Get to the end of the season. If you get hot, everybody comes back, you stay healthy, and you make a run. Who knows? Who knows what can happen? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Chime in. If you've got a position, you got a player, you think what the Brewers should do or shouldn't do, by all means, go ahead and get a hold of us. Wayne, that's a great point. That's a great point. I want to get back to that when we come back. Wayne over on the uh, live stream. If you're following us on the live stream, feel free to chime in. We'll try to try to chat with you there as well. But that's a great point because that's one of the things that uh, when we talk about uh, kind of finding a spark for this team as the season moves on, that could possibly be one of them. An old guy making uh, making a comeback. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Cunis. K-U-N-E-S. CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. And uh, they are Wisconsin's number one RV dealer. I kid you not. Number one. Voted on by you. Number one RV dealer. And they're all over the state of Wisconsin. They continue to grow. They continue to add dealerships. They continue to redesign their dealerships, improve their dealerships. And they have a massive, massive selection. So if you're looking for an RV, if you're looking for a motorhome, if you're looking for a fifth wheel, if you're looking for just a travel trailer, they've got it all. They've got some of the best name brands in the business, high-end, low-end, budget-friendly, whatever you want to call it. They've got something for everybody and the accessories to go along with it. Don't forget, when you're camping out, there's a lot of things you could use. You could use grills. You could use little top top, uh, table mount stoves. You can use lighting. You can use everything for the inside, the toilet tanks and such. They have it all. They have it all right there in their showrooms. That is Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. Go to CunisRV.com. Talking about the spark that could be provided, at least excitement-wise, regarding the Brewers when we come back, right after this on the Bill Michael Show. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So, you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Bella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. Thanks to our friends at Stoley's Hog Alley. Jeff and Alicia, great people. As a matter of fact, I think we might see them tonight. Joe and Ellen Hennis. Uh, happy birthday to Ellen Hennis, by the way, from Smoke on the Water. But uh, 
Good friends. Uh, they all work together great out there in Lake Country. And then Stoll's Old 109 be one of the stops on our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. So thanks to Jeff and Alicia and Stoley's Hog Alley in Oconomowoc and on Stoll's Old 109 in Watertown on County Road R. But they have great fish fries, great atmosphere inside and outside seating, both places. Just awesome. Awesome places to go. And can't recommend them enough. So thanks to them for being a part of the program. 877-867-1670. That's the phone number you want to chime in. Do it. So I was talking uh, a little while ago uh, in the last segment about uh, Rowdy Telez. Um, the drop in batted balls for Rowdy Telez is a little more concerning. Um, last year, 35 homers and routinely, and I don't use tons of metrics, but usually had the good batted ball metrics, which hasn't been the case this year. The rate of hard contact, as they call it, batted balls hit 95-plus miles an hour, has fallen off from 45 to 48% to just 38.4%. The softer contact is born, in, born out in the results. He's just not hitting as many home runs. He's on a 25-homer uh, pace, which would be 10 less when you talk about his batting line, unless he breaks out of this slump, which is possible, Okay. Uh, you got to figure Matt Arnold, though, in the front office could uh, prioritize first base as, say, an upgrade position at the deadline. Um, you know, uh, you know, they rolled the dice on Luke Voigt and John Singleton. That didn't pan out. Uh, Darren Ruff obviously has the uh, the busted up knee. Owen Miller, as I mentioned, uh, he could be the multi-positional infielder that they end up using over there. There's always dipping back into the pond that is Keston Hira. You know, they could do that too. And it's too early to really know exactly which first base, uh, you know, baseman could be attainable. Uh, the A's, the Rockies, the Nationals, the Cardinals, and the Royals are all are double-digit games out of a playoff spot. Oakland might be open to selling high on their uh, Rule 5 find, Ryan Noda, um, but no guarantee of that. Uh, Washington hasn't gotten much from Joey uh, Menensis. Uh, Dominic Smith. Uh, Colorado could deal C.J. Cron. But uh, he only returned from a nagging back issue just yesterday. Um, you know, they, they there's could the Cardinals move Paul Goldschmidt? I can't imagine them doing it, but they could. They could. Um, Justin Turner having a strong season. He can opt out of a deal with the Red Sox at the end of the season. Could the Brewers go in that direction? They've dealt with Boston before. Boston only three games out of the playoff spot right now, though. If they drop five or six or seven back by the deadline, could they even listen to offers? So maybe the Orioles uh, might sell low on Ryan Mountcastle, although he's kind of having a, a poorer season than Telez is, so I don't know if you want to go on that road. But that would be like kind of a Brewers move, though, is try to find somebody with that that is looking for just greener pastures. You know, just uh, get rid of somebody. Bring in somebody for the, quote, greener pastures. Just see if you can catch that lightning in a bottle and you're just taking a chance on a low-end, low-valued player where maybe you just bring them into the system and things get better. Kind of that's what you would look at. That's a, that's a completely typical Brewers move. But those are some of the names that are being bandied about right now for the Milwaukee Brewers. So uh, as to whether or not they, they do that, they pull the trigger, we'll wait and see. But the other aspect of that is, as I had mentioned, you know, when you look at uh, the Brewers right now, half game back, they're doing it with some players that are on the slide. Now, going back to 
going back to our buddy Wayne, who said a little while ago, uh, I've got that exciting feeling coming back when Yelich comes to the plate. And I thought about that. And we were talking about this yesterday. I said, you know, there's got to be somebody that comes in, whether it's a player coming up from the minor league system, a trade that comes in, something has to happen for you to get that spark again. Could Yelich be that guy? If he starts to hit more consistently, gives you a little bit more power, could Yelich be that guy? Proves me wrong. Could Yelich be that guy? Could he be the guy, him alone, be the guy that suddenly gives you that spark? Now, to the opposite side of the coin, Flatsmack says it might be a good time to see if we can trade Yelich. See if anybody wants to take over that huge contract. I'll tell you something, though. Think of this. If he starts hitting 275, giving you 25 home runs a year, anywhere from 80 to 100 RBI, that's the contract. That's what you want. You obviously would like more than that, but overall, that's kind of what you want. Right? Right? That's that's what you would want out of Christian Yelich. If he could get like right now, he is uh, he scored fifty four runs, batted in thirty six. If you can get him close to scoring a hundred eighty somewhere in there, and batting in eighty runs, drive that home run total up to about twenty five to twenty seven, maybe. His batting average is sitting at two seventy seven right now. He's up over the 275 mark. 807 OPS. His war is 2.2. For the money you're paying him, now he's earning the money. So for the, the albatross that is the contract of Christian Yelich, if Yelich is slowly, steadily starting to return to Yelich-esque form, you don't give him up. You don't get rid of him. Because now he's earning the money, and if he continues on that trek, he would then be underpaid, believe it or not, compared to some of the crazy contracts that are being given out in Major League Baseball. Now you're getting the productivity, and you're getting the affordability. Now you supplement the rest of the team. So on one hand, there are people that want to see him traded because now his value's up. But on the other hand, you you want to hang on to him because he is helping propel your team. But are you starting to get that, wait a minute, Christian Yelich is up feeling again. He's starting to pick up on multiple hit games. He's starting to hit the ball to all parts of the ballpark. To all uh, parts of the ballpark. Because for a while, he was only swinging late and slapping it down the left field side. And, you know, for some that said, well, look, he went the opposite way. No, we could all all tell. I mean, he was swinging late. He was just happy to make contact. Right? Now he's actually hitting the ball. He's got a little bit of speed. Can give you some speed on the base paths. He's a pretty smart base runner. He's got good wheels for the outfield, for catches, so to speak, even though he had that ball bounce out of his uh, kind of mishandled that ball last night. 
But for the most part, he's now earning the money. You know? Thoughts on that? Are you starting to feel that feeling again regarding Christian Yelich? Are you starting to get it back? Are you starting to get that feeling back? Starting to feel good about that contract? Don't look too far over that fence. It's a half season, and a half season does not a season make. I'm the, I'll, I'll say that all the time. You know that. But I got to admit, I'm like Wayne. Wayne over on the live stream, man. You can chime in there, but I'm, I'm with Wayne. I'm starting to, you know, last, I, I, I got to be honest. I'm sitting in the boat last night. I got the beer with me. I'm wiping down. I'm using one of those magic erasers on the seat. Christian Yelich coming up. I stopped. I listened. You know, you're starting to get it. You're starting to get that feeling back a little bit. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break, come back. Got a lot more to get to. Want to get your opinion on this, too. Are you in? Are you in on this? Hey, our friends over there at the Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake, it is going to be a beautiful night next uh, Tuesday night when they shoot off the fireworks. And if you're going to be hanging out on the lake during the day, you go over to the docks, go to the Sunset Grill, sit back, relax, grab yourself a beverage or two, maybe some dinner. You can either head back out on the boat or just find your space right there on the deck or on the lower dock area. Watch the fireworks. Enjoy your night. Great place to do it. That's a Sunset Grill in Pewaukee on Prospect Avenue, Pewaukee Lake. Tell them we sent you. It's a great, great place. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. say thanks to my friends over there at Skipper Buds. Uh, not only uh, are they great for boat sales and storage and such, but uh, the job they did on the, uh, the motor uh, for my boat, uh, not only putting the new motor in last year, but when, yes, I, uh, I ran to the ground accidentally. Uh, I tapped a rock on the bottom of Okachi Lake with my steel prop and bent Bent the shaft, and because uh, uh, I used the boat the rest of the season without getting it fixed, it burned up a bearing, so they took care of me and got it back. And uh, so I, I am anxious to get the boat back out tomorrow, but they got it back, and uh, like I said yesterday, you just touch the key. Boom, fires right up, and uh, just awesome, awesome stuff. So uh, it is well worth the wait. So thanks to our friends over at Skipper Buds uh, and Todd and his staff. Todd's the general manager over there. Uh, they have a t- They wanted me to let you know. They still, you could still drive in today. If you're thinking about heading to a lake this weekend, heading uh, to a lake on uh, on Tuesday for fireworks, whatever, you can still drive in this weekend and drive home with a boat. They have them, whether it's new or used, boat sales, service, storage, 262-544-1200. And right now they've got a huge pontoon blowout going on. They have uh, two pontoon blowouts, and he said the ski boats, the Mastercraft, the Tigers and such, the uh, those boats. Big blowout going on them right now. 262-544-1200. 262-544-1200. Good, good stuff. And one of the things that I'm kind of contemplating, uh, I had one a while ago and I don't have it anymore. I am going to think about getting a lily pad. The original. Thinking about getting a lily pad. 
on sale right now. Normally, those things are almost between 550 and 650 bucks, depending on what thickness and length and stuff you get. And they've got them over there for I think it's 383 right now. And I'm thinking about buying one. Just lay on it, take it down to the lake. You take the boat out, you just drop that thing in the water. You go swim around, you climb back up on it, you just lay there, put a beverage in your hand, soak up the sun when you're floating around. Oh, so nice. Might do that as well. Skipper Buds, boat sales, service, storage, 262-544-1200, ask for Todd. 262-544-1200, and ask for Todd. Um, Merlin says, love Yelich. As exciting as he is right now, I wish I could get rid of the here comes the slide feeling. <laughs> Uh, lesson to you, not sure the Brewers will win any games this year. Uh, Douglas, I picked him at 83. I picked him at 83 wins this year. They're probably going to end up winning more than that. Albeit, I don't think it's going to take 90-plus to win the division unless somebody gets hot. I really don't. I don't think it's going to take 90-plus. It could take 87, 88 to win the division the way things are going right now. Yeah, just for the fact that you just don't have the the runaway uh like you in the central like you've had in the past. But I mean 90 is always the watermark. 90 all usually, I should say, will get you into the postseason whether it's the division winner or into a wild card situation, but usually. But yeah, I don't uh I don't think you're going to have to have 90 to win this division. I just don't. Uh, Marco says, uh, I'm starting to get the feeling back as well regarding Christian Yelich. Does he look thicker this year or is it just me? He does. And we talked about that. We, we uh, He had he was at a resort. I don't specifically know where. But he was at a resort working out with some guys. And then he went to a trainer where he I, I can assume it's either in California or Arizona, but it was up on a hill because some of the video, the Instagram video that he was posting, he was running up a driveway and you can kind of oversee, um, you know, dwellings. I don't want to say a city, but you could see more down below. He was up higher, obviously, but he was running up this hill. He's doing ropes in the driveway, lifting in the driveway. You know, there was, there was more workouts that he had posted to getting fit and ready for the season this offseason than I had seen in the past. And, yes, back the, the year after he hurt the kneecap, okay, when he signed the contract, I was, it's, I was at spring training, and that year he had come out, he was going to take batting practice. And it was early on in training camp, in spring training. And he came out, and I thought, man, he just, he looks just, like, wiry. He's always been thin, don't get me wrong, but he, he just looked wiry. And then I watched him swing. There was no pop, not a whole lot of bat speed. Everything was, you know, either chopped into the ground or just, you know, lazy fly balls. And I thought, where did that consistent pop all over the park go? And that hasn't returned. But we're starting now over the last – and, again, I don't get too high on Christian Yelich because we've seen this before. He'll go two or three weeks, and he'll start to light it up, and he'll start to creep and creep and creep and creep. And then, much like Merlin says, here comes the slide. And then, say the All-Star break hits. And the first two, three weeks out of the All-Star break, he's back to hitting 202, no home runs, 
28, 30 strikeouts, 12 walks. You know, it, it, it doesn't look good. So I, I'm like Merlin. I'm holding my breath right now. But right now, for Christian Yelich, what I'm seeing, uh, I saw him pull a couple of foul balls deep down the right field line. He hasn't done that in a long time. When he's pulling the ball and he's on it and he's really cranking it, that's when you can go, okay, I, I think Christian Yelich is starting to see it a little bit better. So I watch him pull the ball. I watch him hit solid shots to the left center field gap, which he normally doesn't do. Usually it's just swinging late. This way, when he was swinging last night, he was on it. So I'm knock on wood, man. Maybe, just maybe, we're starting to see the beginning, the comeback, the renaissance, if you will, of Christian Yelich. Maybe. I'm holding my breath. I am. Uh, Robert says, hey, Bill, I assume a trade to upgrade the roster might necessitate giving up one or two multiple top prospects. Of the top four, how many do you think the Brewers would have to go to give up? And how would you rank Caro, Churio, Freelich, Mizorowski? Um, I would say Churio's your guy. Uh, Freelich is just coming back, so, but he's good. Very highly thought of. Cario, then Mizorowski, probably in that order. Um, would I consider any of them untouchable? It depends on what you get in return. I don't consider any prospect untouchable. Never. I never do. Because until they come up and actually light it up in the majors, they're nothing more than a prospect. And how many times have we seen somebody say, oh, no, we're not giving them up. And then finally when they get there with all the fanfare, it just turns to crap. So I don't consider any prospect untouchable. That being said, Churio is probably the guy that's probably the least touchable right now. But, you know, again, I, for the right price, for the, if you would say get a starting first baseman hitting 250 or better, averaging 35 home runs and a controllable contract for the next, what, three, four years, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Do it in a heartbeat. Because then you're getting productivity. You're getting guaranteed, well, you know, at least proven productivity plus a controllable contract for years to come at a position that you desperately need better productivity from. That I would consider. But other than that, no. Probably wouldn't do that. Unless you get uh, a big-time lefty arm. You can do that, too. That would be the only way I would kind of really consider um, possibly getting rid of one of your top prospects. But that that will be it. That will be it. Uh, Jake hits us up and he says, uh, Hey, Bill, I've been watching the Brewers a long time. I'm finally starting, to get a, uh, finally starting to get a little bit excited about this team. Not because of the offense, but the bullpen has been better. The starting rotation is only going to get better. I'm excited because I believe pitching can win when you go to the postseason. Just get there, baby. Just get there. Derek says, um, Jose Ramirez, a helpful guy. He not only gave the Cleveland Guardians uh, and his teammates a 4-0 lead Wednesday night with a grand slam in the third inning against the lefty of Kansas City's Austin Cox, he won a fan from Toledo, a brand-new car. Ramirez with the bases loaded and nobody out. Hit Cox's first pitch into the Cleveland bullpen behind the left field fence at Kauffman Stadium. The slam came 
in WTAM's Grand Slam payoff inning, which made Matt Gherkin the owner of a brand-new 2023 Ford Bronco Sport. I would be all in on this guy. There you go. Guardians are givers. That's our buddy D'Amico up there in Albany, New York, paying attention to the program. (laughs) Justice says, uh, hey, Bill, I'm starting to believe in Christian Yelich. At what point do you finally believe he is actually back? That when I would probably say at the end of the season, if he's giving you 275 or better at the end of the season with 25 home runs, close to 100 RBIs, close to 100, close to 100 runs scored, that's when I say, okay, it looks like he's back. He's at least put a full season together. And I, I what have you done for me lately? So I'd go into next year going, can he do it again? Can he make it better? That I, That's kind of what I would look at. That's At that point in time, I would say, yeah, I believe he's probably back. Absolutely. I'd probably believe he's back at that point. I'd, start to be, I'd be starting to feel me a little bit better. Starting to feel me a little bit better about, uh, about Christian Yelich. Got to say thanks to our friends at the Water Doctors, H2, the letter O, doctors.com, H2, the letter O, doctors.com. Uh, the Water Doctors, um, not only are they, they have the best water softening system, which is the Connecticut Water Softening System, but they also are huge givers when it comes to uh, giving back to military members, veterans, and their families. Big sponsor for the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. Please get registered for that if you haven't already. But got to say thanks to the Water Doctors. Stage sponsor, stage co-sponsor this year, the Water Doctors are. And if you're following us right there on the live stream, you can see it. You can scan that QR code and automatically get pre-registered. And in addition to that, you get a a price break. You can get a discounted ticket to the Harley-Davidson Museum, which is where we start this year. And you are automatically registered for some of the great pre-registration prizes that were given away this year as well. So no reason, unless, of course, you don't ride a motorcycle. But no reason not to get involved, please. And if you ride a motorcycle, find some people who do and bring them with you. We want to grow this thing again this year. We want to get over 1,100 bikes. That's our goal. Last year, 1,085. We want to break 1,100. That's what we're looking to do. So hopefully uh, we're able to do that. But thanks to the Water Doctors. And if you want to get a hold of John Atley and his staff, 262-549-7733. 262-549-7733. The Water Doctors, they can help you out anywhere in the state. And if they don't handle your area, that's fine. They'll get you in contact with the people that do. But the Connecticut Water Softening System, the best in the business. And thanks to our friends at the Water Doctors. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom-made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes. We customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com.
good night last night down at Northern Lights Photo Studio and Event Center. Uh, we talk about them. They've got some acoustical music out there on the, the walkway by the Milwaukee Riverfront. And uh, I didn't get down there last night. Like I said, I was at home working on a few things. But they had a great night. And uh, northernlightseventvenue.com. If you want to see everything they have to offer, whether it's a dinner, wedding, uh, rehearsal dinner, photo shoot, business events. They do it all down there. It's a really, really, really cool place. And actually, I think we're stopping over there tomorrow night. Going to head down that direction tomorrow night and uh, grab some friends on the river river walk and maybe take a, a boat cruise uh, up the Milwaukee River tomorrow night. So, But the uh, Northern Lights Photo Studio and Event Center, great stuff. And they have live music with a view, as they say, every Wednesday night throughout the summer. So don't forget, northernlightseventvenue.com. That's northernlightseventvenue.com. Good, good stuff. Good, good stuff. Um, Wayne says, don't forget, I like uh, Victor Caratini. Uh, he, he could possibly be trade bait uh, to get a first baseman. Uh, I agree with you, Brett. Brett says uh, there's no way Cleveland's going to trade Ramirez. I don't think so either. No way. Not going to happen. Uh, Mello says, uh, do you think that the, the Brewers could get a bat or something from the Mets in that dumpster fire? Who are the Mets going to give up? The Mets are talking about possibly trading some of the higher-end uh, talent they have uh, arms-wise. Scherzer and Verlander are both both have stated they'd be you know open to trades if indeed that you know came to pass. Um, man, you you talk about everything looked huge this year. I mean, not just contract-wise, but everything looked like it was just trending in the right direction for the New York Mets. Like, they were just going to be – they spent a $344 million payroll. And that, that's why when people talk about spending money and spending money on a bat and doing this and doing that, yeah, I, I agree. I, there's there's times I would like to see the purse strings open up and go a little bit deeper. Absolutely. But sometimes, man, whew, how many times have we seen teams – go back to when Philadelphia, the Eagles – they put together the dream team, didn't do anything. Years ago, the Yankees spent a ton of money, didn't do anything. The Mets spent a ton of money. Haven't it's been a dumpster fire. Haven't done anything. You had the three hundred and what was it, twenty something million dollar payroll of the Dodgers some years ago. They didn't get to the NLCS. They got bounced. Now they got to the postseason. But yeah, it's uh it's not always it's not always about the money. It's pretty much about the personalities that are in the clubhouse and the person you're spending the money on. You know? Hmm. And I agree with you, Jason. He said that the front office people and the Buck Showalter, they're in a standoff. Yeah. Showalter, I'm surprised that Showalter Showalter was managing when Seinfeld was on. Remember Buck Showalter was the manager of the Yankees in one of the Seinfeld episodes? That was back in the 80s. Don't get me wrong. Buck Showalter has forgotten more baseball, more analytics, more circumstance than the majority of us could ever even begin to imagine. Right? But I can't believe that Buck is still hanging on, man. This is probably his last stint. He's been around. He's been around. No doubt about it. Yeah, he's been all over. 
Uh, we got another hour coming up after this, obviously. But uh, one of the things that I wanted to get into, we had a perfect game thrown last night. And no more than the game was thrown. Immediately on Twitter, it's getting knocked. And I think it's just, it's become part of our society for the negative Nellies, if you want to call them that. That's probably being extremely kind. But the whiners and the criers that just are jags to be jags, for lack of a better term. But it doesn't matter if you're doing anything good or not. It never gets recognized. All they want to do is rip you apart. That's what began happening last night, and it was it was sad. The majority of the sports world rejoicing in a perfect game. But I do want to address it uh, because I thought it was rather interesting, and some of the arguments being made were, were somewhat outlandish, outlandish last night. you got to give credit where credit's due, and so we're going to do that coming up in the next hour, or at least the next segment, not the next hour, but at least the next segment. So we'll get into that discussion as well. Uh, also more coming up if you want to chat some Brewers baseball. Who would you want to see the Brewers go get? What is going to determine for you how much you would go in on this, too? That's the other question. Is it going to be another five, six wins before the uh, the All-Star break? Is it being three to four games up in the division before the All-Star break? Or you're just hanging with Cincinnati, whatever, you know? What is your determining factor as to where the Brewers are and whether or not they begin to go for it, they really go for it, or they begin to sell off some pieces. I want to talk about that when we come back as well. whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Good start. Good start to a Thursday. We got more coming up right after this. <laughs> 